Hello, listeners, and welcome back to English with Tim, the podcast where you can learn English in depth and detail and hear stories about my travels from around the world. We are now on episode 43, getting closer to that crazy number of 52 every time. There's still work to do, though, before we get there, so let's get to it. This week, I'm going to clarify for you some common but confusing English words. Let's start with the word meal. So, meal is a word that really confuses especially Russian speakers. In dictionaries, you can see meal translated incorrectly as trapeza or priompishi, but neither of those really is accurate. So, a meal is two or more types of food that, when you eat them together, are enough to make you feel full and satisfied. So if you eat just a peanut butter sandwich, that's not a meal. If you eat a peanut butter sandwich and have some iced tea with it, that's still not a meal. If you add some potato chips and an apple, now you have a simple meal. Because if you eat and drink all of those things together, the sandwich, the potato chips, and the apple, then probably they will be enough to end your hunger and also satisfy your wish for some variety. So that's a simple meal. Also at McDonald's, you can find the famous... Happy meal, a burger, some fries, and a small drink. Small meal for a small person. The opposite of a simple meal is a full meal. You could also say complete meal. A full meal might include something like a salad, some soup, a hot or cold drink, some cooked vegetables, something like rice or potatoes, some meat, and then dessert and maybe coffee. Now, if you eat a large enough amount of just one type of food, you might still call it a meal. For example, a big Caesar salad or a pretty big pizza might be con be considered a meal just by themselves, but these are kind of exceptions. So, most people eat three meals a day. So you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You could also say brunch. Um, a lot of people eat snack at maybe three o'clock in the afternoon, especially kids. That's not a meal. So breakfast, lunch, and dinner, possibly brunch, those are all examples of meals. So most people eat three meals a day, but some people eat just one large meal per day because they think it's healthier. This is something that started maybe in the last three or four years. You hear people saying, oh, I eat only once a day. So what do you think? How many meals do you eat per day? Do you ever skip a meal? Tell us in the comments. Next words. Three words that people confuse with one another. These words are raise rise, and grow. So raise and rise. These two verbs have different meanings from each other, and they are different words. So raise is R-A-I-S-E, and rise is R-I-S-E. To understand the difference in meaning between raise and rise, let's first look at the forms of raise. Raise is a regular verb. Its forms are raise, raised, and raised. Just repeat those for me to make sure that we're on the same page. Raise, raised, raised. Now you say it. Okay, now let's move from form to meaning. If you raise something, you move it up. Five examples. One, customers are going to be unhappy because the supermarket manager raised prices for bread and milk. Two, if you have a question, raise your hand instead of calling out the answer. Three, they're considering raising the minimum age to drive a car in Montana. 4. The temperature in the fridge is too low. The milk and vegetables are freezing, so we need to raise the temperature. 
fifth and last, she raised the watermelon above her head and then threw it down on the ground. So, raise is also used in a slightly different sense with abstract nouns like question, discussion, or issue. If you raise a question, it means you ask that question so that others can hear it and begin talking about it if they choose to do that. So imagine that question that you raise as laying on the ground where no one can see it or talk about it. And when you raise the question, you bring people's attention to it. They can see it and they can start talking about it if they want to. Raise a question. You can also raise children. When you raise children, you give them food, clothing, and a house and teach them how to live so they can be independent later on. Three examples. One, my grandfather raised seven healthy and happy children. Two, Raising kids is hard work, especially if you are doing it alone. Three, my parents raised me to be a good person. Uh, next, children are not the only thing that people raise. Farmers also raise plants and animals. When farmers raise an animal, they give it food and water so it can get big and strong. When they raise plants, they give them water and protect those plants from other bad or harmful plants. Three examples. One, my uncle is a pig farmer. He raises pigs on a ranch in Texas. Two, we raise tomatoes in the garden behind our house. Three, and last, farmers in the United States raise a huge amount of corn and wheat. Now, this brings us to the verb grow, which has the same meaning as the meaning of raise that we just talked about, but only in connection with plants, not animals. So, grow tomatoes, grow corn, grow apples, grow flowers, grow mushrooms, but not grow cows. You raise cows, you don't grow them. And also not grow children. Remember that we raise children. Remember also that grow is an irregular verb. Its forms are grow, grew, and grown. Here are three examples. 1. Instead of buying vegetables from the supermarket, let's grow them in our backyard. 2. My grandmother grows roses and carnations and sells them online. 3. He's a farmer. He grew berries for many years before retiring. Now, let's move back to rise. Rise is an irregular verb. Its forms are rise, rose, risen. When something rises, it goes up. Nothing makes it go up. It just goes up by itself without help. This is in contrast to raise. So you raise something. You raise prices. You raise children. You raise a question. But when something rises, no one does that. When a balloon rises or prices rise, well, we don't say who did that action or who caused the action to happen. The thing that does the action does it to itself. Five examples. One, the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. When the sun sets, it goes down. So I'll read that one again. The sun rises in the east and sets in the west. Two, the temperature rose from 6 to 12 degrees this morning. Three, prices have risen more than 10% since June. Four, when prices rise, we call it inflation. Five, if you are holding a balloon in your hand and let it go, the balloon will rise. Okay, that's all for uh, raise, rise, and grow. Um, you'd be well advised to um, consolidate that knowledge by using the PDF that's included. So next, appeal. The next word is appeal. 
and this is the last one. So, appeal. This is a word that has many meanings that seem to have no connection to each other at all, but in fact there is one simple idea that connects them. So maybe you know a little bit of French. Do you know how to say, my name is Tim in French, or my name is whatever your name is? Um, So, actually it is, je m'appelle Tim. So if you translate that word by word, je m'appelle Tim, you get je is I, uh, me is myself, appel is call, and Tim is, well, Tim. Uh, so what you get is from je m'appelle Tim is I myself call Tim. But the order of the words there isn't right. So if you change that, uh, if you rearrange those pieces so they make more sense, je m'appelle Tim is I call myself Tim. Now, in English, you would say, um, you know, my name is Tim. But in French, you're saying basically I call myself Tim. So, and that one word call or appel is what connects all the meanings of the English word appeal, which comes from the French word appel. Let's look at some examples of different meanings of appeal. Try to keep in mind the idea of calling. Let's see, one, first meaning. It's a noun, and uh, appeal means attractiveness or desirability. The connection with call is that the person or thing that is attractive to you is calling out to you and saying, hey, look at me, I'm so interesting, I'm so beautiful, choose me. Three examples of appeal with this meaning is a noun. One, e-books are of course convenient and easy to use, but paper books will never lose their appeal. Two, a lot of women think Ryan Gosling has serious sex appeal. Third and last, this is a bit longer, staycations, staycations are vacations where you stay at home instead of traveling. Staycations cost little, require little or no planning, have a low price, and let you experience the place where you live without flying and causing damage to the environment. So, staycations hold appeal for several reasons. Now, appeal can also be used as as an adjective, in which case the form of the word changes slightly to appealing. Appealing just means attractive and interesting. Again, calling out, hey, look at me. Three examples. One, a lot of people find the idea of a four-day work week really appealing. Two, Italy is a very appealing country to many people because of its food, weather, territory, and friendly people. Third and last, no, sorry, I don't think driving across Canada in the winter by motorcycle is an appealing idea. Let's move on to the next meaning of appeal. When you appeal to a person's qualities, for example, you appeal to the person's intelligence or you appeal to their heart, you talk in a way that is understandable to that quality. Again, you're calling out, hey, listen to me, intelligence, listen to me, or hey, heart, emotions, listen to what I have to tell you. So four examples. One, Larry is a very emotional person. If you want to convince him, appeal to his heart instead of his head. Two, nowadays there are more politicians than ever who appeal to voters' lowest fears and instincts. Three, similar example. Politicians with extreme views now appeal to even to middle-class voters. Four, and last, I first became interested in my wife because she appealed to my stomach by cooking delicious meals for me. Now, let's move on to the next meaning. This one is from legal English. An appeal is a second trial in which the jury and the judge consider 
whether their first decision was a mistake. So let me read that again. That's kind of a lot to unpack or think about. An appeal is a second trial in which the jury and judge consider whether their first decision was a mistake. This example really requires some context, so listen closely for a minute. So imagine that there is a murder, a killing in your city, and the police find the person who they think did it. The person goes on trial and says he's not guilty, but the judge and jury disagree and says he is guilty. The judge decides to put the man in prison for 10 years. The man doesn't want to go to jail, and so he requests an appeal. When you request an appeal, you ask for a second trial. You could also say he files an appeal, so request an appeal or file an appeal, which means the same thing. Now, when this guy requests or files an appeal, he asks again, like I said, for a second trial. Now, the judge has to make a decision about what to do with this appeal. She can deny the appeal, which means she says, no, there will be no second trial, or she can grant the appeal, which means that she agrees that there will be a second trial. And when that trial happens, a different judge and jury will hear the appeal. Now, in reality, it's a little bit more complicated than this because, um, I mean, if appeals were that easy, if every person who was, uh, you know, found guilty by the jury um, asked for an appeal, well, we'd have constant court cases. So you have to have reasons um, for filing an appeal. For example, the police lost a piece of evidence, or one of the people who said that you did the bad stuff that, you know, the, the state is saying you did, well, that person um, was paid or was lying. So, yeah. Okay, so what's the connection here between appeal and call? Well, again, when you uh, request an appeal, you're calling out to the judge or to the, the, the court system. Hey, look over here. There's been a mistake. This needs to be looked at again. So that's all the meanings and examples I have for you today. But I do have one more thing again, a free worksheet for everyone to try. I hope you enjoy it, and don't forget to comment below. Thanks, and I'll see you next week.